0: Primal potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton and I'm here with Sarah today. Hello. Are you just singing to me? Yeah. (laughs) I could do that for the whole episode. Please. Oh, my mother would love that. She would, she would just, I've, I've turned into her in that regard and it just makes her day. Yeah, I bet. I used to she's get awesome. so mad when she would, like, sing and dance in the grocery store.
1: Oh, I love that she did that.
0: She still does. But, like, as a kid, it would just embarrass the heck out of me. Mm. And, and not just the grocery store. Absolutely anywhere. Yeah. It really didn't matter. She just is perpetually, like, singing and dancing. You saw that at my baby shower.
1: Yes, I did. She's, she is. She's, she's so full of energy.
0: Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. It is crazy. It is absolutely crazy. Anyway... We are going to do a giveaway that we haven't done before today. I know. And I'm excited about it. We are going to give away a gift card to Classy Glasses. Classy Glasses, which have nothing to do with like um, prescription glasses or sunglasses. They're blue blocker glasses, which I am a huge fan of because... Something that I experience after working all day in front of my computer, and it's not just my computer, right? Because if I'm not on my computer, I'm on my phone. And if I've retired my phone and my computer for the day, the television is on. Mm-hmm. And I'm constantly exposed, as so many of us are, to this blue light that is a specific type of light that comes from our electronic devices. And it actually impacts our hormones in that it Suppresses the hormone melatonin, which is what allows us to not just fall asleep, but stay asleep and get into those deeper, more restorative stages of sleep. What I experience oftentimes, if I'm not wearing my classy glasses regularly, is this wired but tired feeling at the end of the day where I am super exhausted, but I just feel like keyed up and like I can't unwind enough to go to sleep. And that is because of the suppression of melatonin. Or what I know a lot of people experience is falling asleep and not staying asleep or falling asleep and then waking up really tired in the morning because even if they were in bed for six, seven, eight hours, they didn't get into those deeper, more restorative stages of sleep. So blue blocker glasses can really, really help with these. Unfortunately, a lot of them are really ugly like not the kind of thing you want to wear. Have you seen those? I have.
1: And I I saw a pair recently and I was like, ooh. I mean, it works for some people, but totally not my style.
0: Right. The cool thing about classy glasses is they are super adorable and stylish. And they're the kind of thing you want to wear. Yeah. You totally do. So I'll link it up in the show notes, which you can find at primalpotential.com forward slash 719. I suggest you get yourself a pair if you're somebody that spends a lot of time in front of the computer or the phone or the television or all three. But we will announce the winner at the end of today's show. Mm-hmm. We got a bunch of questions today. Yes, we do. Can I just say one thing about pregnancy before? Yes, that I'm noticing more and more. I get out of breath so easily. Like even recording these podcast mm. episodes, it's it's like harder because I don't have the lung capacity. Interesting.
1: So do you feel like you're like panting? Yeah. Huh. I like don't.
0: I, I feel like I I used to sing a lot growing up. And the worst feeling was if you just felt desperately like you couldn't hang on to a note and you needed a breath. Mm. That's how I feel when I talk.
1: Oh, you can't tell. (laughs) I'm sorry you're struggling, but I don't hear it.
0: And you know what else is weird? What? We're going to get to a point very soon where we're recording before the baby, but it'll be airing after the baby. Yeah, I was I was wondering, that. like, okay, when does this air? Will the baby be here by then? Isn't that strange? That is strange. Yeah, because this one, no. I mean, I don't think the baby will be here for this one. But well, maybe. I know. You never know. Mm. Anyway, we have questions. Guys, we love when you send your questions. You can do that by going to primalpotential.com forward slash inbox. You can submit a question. Um, The most common place is when people join our free Facebook group. Yeah. We get a lot of great questions as people join that. I'll link that up in the show notes as well. But we love getting your questions. So let's dive into them. Okay. This first one says, how do
1: I change my limiting beliefs?
0: I am really proud of whoever asked this question for one fundamental reason. I think the reason that limiting beliefs are a big problem for so many is because they don't realize they're limiting beliefs. And I had a conversation with somebody the other day just about this. And I was sharing that oftentimes, if I point out a limiting belief in a client, they'll say, no, 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 that's a fact. Mm -hmm. As if it's either a limiting belief and untrue, or it's not a limiting belief because it is true. And that's the tricky thing about limiting beliefs. They're usually true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And for me, when I was having this conversation yesterday, my friend asked me, you know, what was your biggest one? Like, what? I mean, sure, I had hundreds, if not thousands of limiting beliefs, but like, what was, what was one of the bigger ones? And it was that my past had something to do with my present. Mm. But here's the deal. When I point that out in a lot of people, they'll be like, yeah, but but I have failed 20 million times. Yeah, but I have tried this before and haven't done the work. Yeah, but I have given up on myself. Fact and also limiting belief. And the, the way that I described it to this friend of mine that I was talking to yesterday was imagine you show up to a dinner buffet, but instead of grabbing an empty plate, You grab a plate and you put on it everything you ate yesterday and everything you ate the day before and everything you ate the day before and everything you ate the day before. The bottom line is you wouldn't have anything, you wouldn't have any room on your plate to take what was offered to you today. And while nobody would do that, right? (laughs) People get excited about going up to a buffet with a blank, with an empty plate. We do that in life because. Life has opportunities for us today, but if we're showing up with everything that happened yesterday or last week or the last 10 years, we don't have the space to take what's being offered today, and that's why it can feel hard, and that's why it can feel overwhelming Not because it's really all that complicated to take advantage of a blank slate today, but because your freaking hands are full. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Your hands are full because you're carrying all this other stuff from the past. So one of the biggest things about changing limiting beliefs is being open to showing up today as a blank slate. Limiting beliefs come from fears, doubts, and largely from past experiences. I haven't done this before, or I haven't succeeded at this before, or I haven't followed through with this before. I'm not a morning person. I'm an all or nothing person. I'm inconsistent. Your hands are full, figuratively speaking, of everything that you've been through before. And so you don't have the space to take something new today. So to me, Like you're smiling, Sarah. That just makes so much sense. It's just clicking in my brain right now. Yeah, right. And sometimes it's those visual things Mm -hmm. that, when we think about it in terms of something we can see or touch or feel, it's like, oh, as opposed to being in the realm of, you know, very ethereal and ambiguous and hard to pin down. But if you practice and you commit to a repeating practice of showing up in every day without carrying all of your thoughts and fears and doubts and disappointments from yesterday, then you will be more free to grab what is available to you today. And I think that's like the biggest part of it. It's the biggest part of it. And we've done a number of episodes on limiting beliefs, but if you can just stop showing up with everything you're carrying from the past, you will naturally be more open to newness today, new choices, new ways of thinking, new patterns, new opportunities than you were otherwise. How can you
1: decrease inflammation in your body?
0: That's a hard right turn, huh? Yeah. (laughs) I actually really love talking about inflammation because I think it's grossly misunderstood or oversimplified and probably a little bit of both. Typically, when we think inflammation, we think like headache, joint pain, right? And then we think anti-inflammatories, like over-the-counter Tylenol, Advil, etc. The thing about inflammation is that it is the starting point for basically every disease condition, whether we are talking about... Um, neurodegenerative diseases, whether we are talking about uh, circulatory diseases, whether we're talking about cellular diseases, it all begins with inflammation. And we are very mistaken if we think that the only inflammation we need to respond to is the inflammation we can feel. Because there's much inflammation in the body that we don't necessarily feel. And that is why I think inflammation reduction or, or uh, emphasizing anti-inflammatory behaviors needs to be a practice for everybody, not just, oh, my knee hurts. What can I do to, to decrease inflammation? Or I have uh, coronary artery disease. I need to decrease inflammation. I think this is something we all need to do. And I've done episodes totally devoted to inflammation. If you go to primalpotential.com and you search inflammation, some of those will come up. But One of the biggest things we can do is minimize sugar. Sugar is pro-inflammatory. So, and this doesn't mean you never have a piece of fruit again. The majority of time, sugar is a problem because of starch and processed foods. Think of those things as pro-inflammatory and start to minimize, decrease, seek an improvement for you. The other thing that we can do is Minimize foods to which we are sensitive. A lot of people have an idea, like maybe I'm a little sensitive to dairy or, you know, I I don't do so well when I overeat or if it's a specific food or a specific food behavior. A lot of us have a general sense of what those are. Minimize those things. I know that I'm mildly sensitive to dairy. So minimizing dairy is something that can help me lower inflammation in my body, but overeating in general is a stressor on the body and stressors can trigger inflammation. And then there's so many things we can do for anti-inflammatory effects. Omega-3s are a big one, whether that is having uh, fish like salmon, anchovies, sardines that are higher in omega-3s or it's supplementing with a really high quality omega-3 product. That is a big one. Um, the microbiome and probiotics are huge for reducing inflammation in the body. When we have dysbiosis or bacterial imbalances, that drives inflammation. So prioritizing your microbiome is a big thing as well. But those are a few things. Again, if you want to take a deeper dive into the science of inflammation and a deeper dive into strategies to reduce inflammation, just go to primalpotential.com, search inflammation, and you'll see a bunch of stuff come up.
1: So this question sort of ties in with the last one, but it says, what are best natural sources of probiotics and what is an
0: appropriate serving to maintain gut health? This is such a tricky question, but I'm so glad that it was asked. Here's why. We have no way of knowing in naturally occurring foods. So let's talk um, sauerkraut, uh, kimchi, cruciferous vegetables, yogurt, We don't know what bacteria are or aren't in there. Now, some things like some yogurt products are going to be um, fortified with probiotics. So we know that. But the reality is there are bacteria on all of our food all of the time. And to just kind of back up a second, when we're talking about probiotics, we're talking about bacteria, but we're talking about beneficial bacteria that are health-promoting Versus pathogenic bacteria. We always hear that, you know, such and such lettuce has been recalled because of some bacteria. That is not a probiotic. That is a pathogen. And those are disease causing, but they're naturally occurring not only in food as it grows because of soil and things like that, but also they're going to be present because of handling and packaging and spoiling. We do not know. The bacteria that is present in and on our food, and we don't know the amount. So, there are some foods that are going to be richer sources of these beneficial bacteria. Some of them I've already mentioned, like kimchi or sauerkraut, um, vegetables, yogurt, but we have no way of knowing. We might say, oh, yeah, these are great sources of probiotics, but the reality is they also have pathogenic bacteria. All of our food has pathogenic bacteria. We don't get sick all of the time because of the amount, right? But there's no way to quantify it. And so the second part of the question, which is what is an appropriate serving to maintain gut health, we can't know that with food. Because while we can say um, kimchi is a great source of probiotics, we don't know if we're talking about 20,000 CFUs, which is the measurement for bacteria. It stands for colony forming units. We don't know if it's 20,000 or if it's 2 million or if it's 20 million. We just don't know. That's why I think for the microbiome, it's really important to have the supplement piece because then we not only know the amount, but we also know the different strains of bacteria because we're testing for that. Whereas we're not taking our broccoli and saying what pathogens are here, what probiotics are here. And the other thing with broccoli compared to a probiotic product that's contained, it's going to be different. If we test it today, let's say that hypothetically that happened, that they tested kimchi and they tested broccoli and they tested yogurt to see which cultures are in there, which probiotics or pathogens are in there and how much, it will be different the next day because it's a live food and it's exposed. So there's just so many factors that change that. And that's just one of the reasons that I think we, we want to have this diversity of including foods that are naturally providing us with probiotics, but we don't want to rely on that for the health of our microbiome for those reasons.
1: Sometimes I get so consumed in your answers that I forget that I have a a role here. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm supposed to be doing something. I'm just thinking and I'm uh, nodding, of course, going along with what you're saying. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Next question. Excuse me. Why do I continually make poor food choices even when I know better?
0: This is such a human thing. You know, it's like, why do I continually snap at my partner even when I know better? Because in that moment, we're not thinking in the big picture. We're just thinking in that moment. And this is the number one thing we focus on in the 12 weeks to transformation is becoming a better thinker. Because when you're in traffic, right, and and it's and we can apply the same logic to choosing the Tootsie Roll instead of, you know, avoiding the Tootsie Roll, um, when you're in traffic and in that moment... You lose your temper and you get all flustered and you were in a great mood, but now you're pissed off because, you know, some schmo in front of you didn't put their blinker on and you could have gone if you knew where they were going. We're not thinking in the big picture in that moment. We are so hyper-focused on how we feel in that moment without a greater consideration. You know, for me in pregnancy, I have so much... Um, empathy for people on the road, because my brain naturally goes to, well, maybe it's like a pregnant woman trying to get to the hospital. Aww. You know what I mean? Because you better believe that when that moment comes for me, we might not first be thinking about, you know, being courteous to the person to our left or to our right. Very true. Yeah. And and I have, have shared this before, too, in terms of like being in traffic. Experience losing my dad in a car accident, you know, has, has given me a lot more patience in traffic because I know that there was likely a traffic backup on the day he died. And it pisses me off to think that maybe somebody was annoyed by that,
1: Mm.
0: you know? So that is looking at more than the moment you're in more than like, I have someplace to be, When we become a better thinker, when we think outside the immediacy of the moment, we start to consider other factors, like going back to this question about poor food choices. What do I really want? What would make me feel good? How am I going to feel about this afterwards? But we make those decisions in the moment because we're not considering other things. And when we learn through practice by, by leveraging certain tools to think outside that immediacy of the moment we start to make better choices consistently.
1: One more question here. It says, does Elizabeth do one-on-one virtual nutrition counseling? I am overwhelmed by all the diet information out there and would be very interested in this.
0: No, however, I do have a nutrition fundamentals course. So if you are somebody who's overwhelmed by all the information out there, it would be a great place to start. You can go to primalpotential.com. There's a work with me drop-down, and you can get that there um, I don't think we would need one-on-one if you're just overwhelmed by all the information because between that course and the podcast we can eliminate that overwhelm and focus on what's an improvement for you today. Uh, working with me one-on-one a isn't an option right now and B is very expensive. So I would suggest if you feel like oh there's all this information, I don't know what to do, Go to that nutrition fundamentals course and take it. And quite frankly, I wouldn't work with somebody one-on-one who hadn't been through that because if you're not willing to spend that 70 bucks or whatever to get that information, then I don't trust you spending more than that to work with me one-on-one. Yeah. That's what I got to say about that. Yeah. We have a winner. We do. And this person, it's not from Instagram, it's from iTunes slash Apple, you're going to get a classy glasses gift card. But here's the thing. I want to see what glasses you pick.
1: Oh. Because
0: they have so many cute frames. Yeah, they do. They really do. I. That's like the caveat. We'll send you your gift card if you show us your frames. Yeah. Yeah, that's the deal. Who won? Jean Dirk. J-E-A-N-D-E-R-K. Love it. All you got to do, Jean Dirk, if that is your Apple ID, email Sarah at PrimalPotential.com, S-A-R-A-H at primalpotential.com within 60 days of this episode airing, and we will happily send you your gift card for your classy glasses. For the rest of you guys, I will link that up in the show notes, classy glasses, and I'll also link up a coupon code. You can use the coupon code PRIMAL, P-R-I-M-A-L, and you can maybe use some of your holiday cash to uh, get yourself a pair. But we want to see your frames. Tag us. Yes. Because they're super cute. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, it's good timing because... The uh, foreman just showed up to get a check from me I'll see him in the driveway. So well, let's
1: wrap this up.
0: Yeah. My favorite thing to do is hand money to these awesome people.
1: Although sometimes I think that doing an episode of just like the chaos behind the scenes would be really beneficial
0: to everybody. I, people would be like, I'm terrified by your life. <laughs> yeah. You know? In fact, <laughs> I did a VIP email a few, I, well, by the time this airs, it was a couple months before. And uh, I was just like talking about how i had a moment of overwhelm and i was saying because this was happening this was i got so many emails from people who are like concerned for me Mm. i I
1: get concerned for you often
0: i'm good i'm fine thank you very much i appreciate it (laughs) got it under control over here so yeah i feel like if we did that talk about talk about something to talk about with good bad and ugly that would give us a lot of content wouldn't it
1: i guess that that person from last week was it that we discussed who only listened when they're bored yeah yeah wouldn't be bored anymore
0: (laughs) we've got something for you oh my gosh (laughs) anyway all right everybody have an amazing day we will talk to you so soon